All right. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hero Squad podcast. I'm Dan. And I am Anthony. And we have a new uh, recording service that we're using because our last one decided to shit the bed on our latest um, record. So we have had to do a lot of scrambling for this episode. Yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of struggling at the moment. <laughs> just a little bit. Little just a bit. little struggling. Um, yeah, we were supposed to have a different guest, uh, Ryan Connors, our good friend Ryan. Unfortunately, uh, his audio got messed up. Really glad I had to, uh, we got to record a different guest as well, who is going to be on this episode. But we look forward to having Ryan on in the future, and we might give him a little bit of an extended uh, episode just for his troubles. Yeah, and we're, we're, he will definitely be on. So for those of you who saw our announcement that we were going to have him on, you don't have anything to worry about. He is going to come on. It's just, like we said, we ran into some technical difficulties, as you do when you start a podcast. So we're we're learning on the fly. Yeah, very much on the fly. Um, let's see here. Do, do, do. Okay. So uh, first of all, we hope all of you are raging on as usual on this brand new week that we have as as for every episode um oh it's it's getting nicer out but the allergies are acting up and that's what's happened to me the last few days and it's been awful yeah dude i'm i'm struggling over here myself it's uh it's tough out here it's tough out here for us allergy boys dude i never really had allergies until the last few years especially this year like i've started getting itchy eyes i've never had that before oh god i have i have horrible seasonal allergies and i'm like Every time I go over to my girlfriend's house, I'm just like, hi, babe. How are you? <laughs> no, no, don't bite me. I just can't breathe. <laughs> That's gross. Just dying. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So enough about our allergy problems. Um, you, We are the Hero Squad Podcast. You can find us on Instagram with the handle, the Hero Squad Podcast. You can find each of us on our own socials. I'm Dan the Donut Man 1. Benice is Benice 21, right? got it yeah uh we really hope you guys enjoy the content we're putting out we're trying to get, keep up to date with everything we're doing here and bring it the highest quality we possibly can under no budget <laughs> so so you want to get into this music here Benice? let's do it brother all right so this first song we got here for um new or music now you can't even think of the name of it um is a collaboration between Kaizo or Kazo, I don't I don't know how to pronounce that, Sullivan King and Papa Roach. It was released recently and I haven't heard it yet. And I'm a big Papa Roach fan, so I'm kind of excited to hear what this is. And I know Benice is also a big Papa Roach fan, so big Papa Roach guy. Yeah. So let's uh let's get into it. Here we go. Domination. Oh. Oh, okay. Starts out. That's that started out really hot. Wow. I'll be honest, I was kind of expecting the lyrics to go a little bit harder. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yep, there it is. There's the there it is. There's the Skrillex sounding thing I expected. Ooh. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this takes me back to middle school. And with dubstep and all that jazz. Oh yeah, yep. like bangerang, bangerang. Yeah, that. <laughs> oh man, this is this is a lot. See, after the the initial like 
start, I was like, yep, I hit like. And now I don't know if I'm gonna, I might retract my like here because this is getting weird. Okay. So Bro, I, just, I literally just sent it to my brother and his, his exact words were, yeah, that's a no from me, chief. <laughs> oh man. It's like, it's interesting for sure. Like the, it had me hooked from the beginning. Like I got the hook. I'm like, Ooh, this is, this is cool. I like it. But then there was too much going on at once. Yeah. A lot of, uh, yeah, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of. A lot of alien sounds. <laughs> alien sounds. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yep. It, I got I got a whole lot of alien sounds on this one. That's domination. Um, I'm gonna give this a uh I'm gonna give it a two. It's uh it's it's an oof. It's I it started off so good, but it just it fell flat for me real fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a two. It's a two for me. It's a it's a yikes. You know, it's oh that it's is a, a yikes. Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a yikes. It's it's tough. It it ain't for me. It I'm I and I'm scared of the people it's for. <laughs> you know what I mean? The people the people that regularly listen to this <laughs> they they uh they they are stronger people than I. They're the ones the, the gym rats addicted to Monster Energy drinks. Yes. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> yep. For sure. No, right. not not for me, Chief. <laughs> All right, Benice, what's the next song we got here? Dan, the next song that we got here is uh it's 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 one that is near and dear to both of our hearts. Yeah, it is. Hmm. It's uh it's just a good old it's a good old song by a good old band Papa Roach. I know we just listened to a song <laughs> by Papa Roach, but we both kind of added our songs to the playlist and then we both looked at them today. We're like, oh, wait, look, we both have songs by Papa Roach. This is an interesting vibe for the day. Yep, we did not plan this. Not, not at all. Did not plan this. Um, but here it is. It's Forever by Papa Roach. To me, this song is about accepting your flaws and just kind of growing from it. Like, know your weaknesses and it'll eventually make you stronger. I guess. Hmm. Okay. You see, to me, this song is about putting my head through a wall because it's just so much energy and so much hype. Yeah. I mean, not right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's... it. (sighs) Yeah, to me, I don't think this is any more than a... anything more than a... than a Papa Roach version of a love song. Yeah. It's a ballad. It's... um, Typical, I guess. Actually, this is not really a. At the time, this was not a typical Papa Roach song. Well, like, no. When I say is, tip, like, like in hindsight, like hindsight, twenty twenty, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. knowing I, knowing now what we know now. I knew what you meant, but I'm just saying, like back then, this was different. Like they had not really done like a song like this before, and a lot of people didn't like it. <laughs> Well, they were all wrong because this is probably their best song, in my opinion. Ooh, that's a hot take. <laughs> that um, is my hot take. I I live and die by that take. Also, this is the same song that they did live. Um, that they transitioned into. In the end. Yes, it was. And I, Dan, and I were at this concert in Montreal with two of our other friends, and. We're just, he, he knew, he had a feeling they, that they were going to play this 
this mm-hmm. song on the set and I had no idea. I mean, I, I was hoping because just on our way to Montreal, he showed me a video of them doing that playing forever into in the end. And I was punching the back of his seat <laughs> as hard as I could because I was so hyped up because it was so awesome and just like so emotional because obviously you could tell that he had a really close relationship with Chester from mm-hmm. Lincoln Park. Yeah, they and came up killed, at the same time. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately when he killed himself, everyone in that genre of music really felt that and they all kind of paid their respects in different ways and this was his and oh god, it's just such a good song. It was, it was magic. magic. It was it was magic. That that's a good way of putting it. It was definite it was definitely magic. Do you believe in ma- it's magic? You know. Yeah, anyway, I so do you all right, so I ranked forever my number 20 song. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate you. You're the worst person I've ever known in my life. My number one song was still swinging. I don't even know if I know that one. What? Oh my God. That's so good. It's a banger all day, every day, twice on Sundays, put it on a t-shirt. Cause that's what I'm going to say. Every time it's a banger, this is a five. This is a four for me. It's lit for sure. It's not a banger. I love the song, but it just never, I don't know. It never really, I don't play it like two times in a row or anything. I, I won't do that for this song. So this next band we have here is a band I just did a top 54, Blink-182. This is, oh, I, I'm not going to say where this ranks just yet, but it's a top five song from Blink-182, for oh, me at least. I, you and I have two very different ways we listen to Blink then, because I don't even think this would crack my top 20. Hmm. Yeah, I honestly, I... You'll hear my opinions in a minute about this song, but anyways. All right, here we go. This is Adam's song by Blink-182. First off, the album art on this album is the most early 2000s (laughs) album art for punk, like like rock, punk rock, rock, however you want to categorize them. Mm -hmm. It's just peak early 2000s. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Like when I was listening to this during my top 50, I was like, oh, I remember this song. And it it just, everything came back to me. And I was like, oh, this is such a good song. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a good song, but like, I don't know. I just like, I don't like this song. I honestly think I, this might be a hot take. Mm-hmm. I might not like Blink as much as I once thought I did. Okay. No, that's, that's completely okay. Yeah. I, it, Blink was never a big band for me either. But like lots of our friends listen to Blink. Like, oh my God. Jack Moore loves Blink 182. Jack Moore, James Andre. We, yep. he, he's a huge fan of them. He's got all of, almost all of their albums on vinyl. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, it's, it's probably his favorite band, honestly. Yeah. But I, th- I think it, I think it might be. Yeah, and I'm not sure how much he agrees with my top 50, but we'll have to see how that goes <laughs> when I talk to him next. <laughs> All I know is my number one 
Blink song is I Miss You, and everything else is basically tied for a second. Yeah, I Miss You is... It's a middle-of-the-pack song for me. Oh, my God. Dan, you and I... You and I usually have pretty similar tastes, but today we're we're not we're not hitting it today. I'm not a big fan of like I don't know. Some of the blink songs, I'm just like, oh, this is too much. I don't know. It's too excessive in a way. I, I don't know how else too to explain whiny. it. Yeah. This song isn't too whiny. It's good. It's like I think Where are you and I'm so sorry. Oh my god. I think it's I don't top even, 15, but I, I don't think I don't think all the small things is in there isn't would be in my top ten. Oh well <laughs> is that that's probably your number one song. It is not number one. It is not. Yeah. Um I think number one is uh damn it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, all all the small things wouldn't even crack my top ten. Yeah, anyway, let's let's go on the blink one eighty two talk here for a second. Um this song, Adam's song, taking it back a little bit now. It's it's a good song. Um, listening to it again though, mm, might be changing my mind a little bit on a few of my my songs here already. Oh boy, um, I think it's still a top five, top ten song to me, but I don't think it's anything lower than that. Uh, maybe I'll have to do a revised version of Blink One Eight Two. Oh boy. I worked on that one for a while. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, this song to me is a, uh, it's a four. It's lit. So this song is on a playlist for me, but I skip it every time it comes on. Hmm. Every time I skip it. So that's a whole new category that I don't think I've touched on yet is songs that I won't take off a playlist, but I just won't listen to. Huh. Okay. So, because it's on a playlist, I have to give it at least a two. But because I skip it every time, I don't know if I can give it a three. So it's in, it's in that weird middle, like, purgatory zone between a two and a three. But we don't do we don't nope. do decimal ratings here. So, so if it's up. a two, it's a two. Oh, I was gonna say if it's, it's a two, a two. Way, you just round up to a three. Uh, no, you <laughs> see, I I there are some songs that would get rounded up. Adam's song is not a song I would round up. Next one is an Imagine Dragons song. I've talked about Imagine Dragons a lot on the podcast. Yes, we all clearly know that I am a Imagine Dragons fan. In a weird way, because. I base I love all of their hits and I know absolutely zero of, of their deep tracks. Mm. And that's more or less where I kind of lie with this band. This is okay. Bad Liar by Imagine Dragons. And here we go. See, this is a band I also did a top uh, 25 for. Yeah. Um, this song, you're going to hate where I landed on this song. It was uh, number 19. Yeah, yeah. There was no respect for the song. No respect. No respect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, number one is me being basic as all hell. The top five is just basic for me yeah. of Imagine Dragons. So I think the first deep cut I have is like number 12. And that'll be birds. Yeah. And and I know birds, so I don't even really know if it's considered a deep track or not. I, is I it? Consider, I'd consider it a deep yeah. track. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's such a uh, a well known band. Like most of the songs are like known anyway. So like I don't know if they're really yeah. is, like a deep track listing for their entire first album. If you go back and listen to their entire first album, I would argue two thirds of it made it on the radio. That's unheard of. It's crazy, man. It's it's absolutely like mind boggling. Because they came out of nowhere. Bad liar. Oh my god. I love this song. It's good. It just it bops. You know what I mean? It's just it's a bop. This is a 100 percent a driving song for me. Yep. Maybe the occasional if we're at the beach and we're listening to it as like a group of friends. Mm -hmm. But that that that's where this song lies. It lies on drives. I'm used to like more hard hitting Imagine Dragons. Like, I don't know, bigger drums. That's kind of like them. The band, I'll tell you what though, they kill the pre chorus every time. Every song, yes. the pre chorus is always Fuego. Yes, it is. But I'm a bad liar. Bad liar. All right. So for this song, to me, it's. It's a three. It's meh. It's nothing fantastic. It's it's good for drives, as you said, or beach days. But I'm I'm gonna skip it a few times. Not gonna lie, because if it comes on while I'm like, I don't know, working out, it's like yeah, nope. <laughs> this ain't a workout song. No, definitely um, not. Absolutely not. If this is on your workout playlist, I'm. I kind of want to have a conversation with you because I'm curious what else is on your workout playlist. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a four for me man uh, this is lit i listen like i said every time it's in the car i listen to it i don't go actively pursue it i'm not going to listen to it two or three times in a row but every time it's on i'm definitely listening to it all right that concludes music now for this episode um yeah these are songs we either are feeling at the moment or songs we just have loved all of our lives that type of thing and yeah that's that's what we do for this segment it's a good way to like intro us before the big part of our uh, episode we got that coming up in a little bit um but right now we are going to go to audience selects all right heading into audience selects for this episode we got um a few good songs here like I know both the bands that are on here. One's a very well-regarded band that we've, I think, played on this podcast before already, right? Mm. Or was that a bust episode? No, that was the episode that Ryan was yeah, on. Yeah, it was the bust episode. Got yeah. It. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so anyway, it's also a song from our good friend Ryan Connors. Uh, it's by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is Under the Bridge. Super iconic opening. Yeah. No, it is. Why are all Red Hot Chili Peppers songs like four and a half to five minutes long? Yeah, I don't know. I'm skipping to like three minutes in. <laughs> oh, by, three min by three minutes, I mean a buck 30. Okay. This is one of those songs. Remember how we were talking about how we should do we should listen to songs that people never remember the name of the song, but when you actually listen to it, yes, you're like, oh my God, it's that song. Under the Bridge is 100% one of those songs. Yep. No, 100%. Like, I didn't 
at first I did not know what this song was. And then I was like, and when you said like the super iconic opening, I was like, oh, it, it is? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it is. Like, I, I know it now. It's a weird album art. Super weird album art. Like, you could also clearly tell how much they just love being from California. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talk about a band that just loves, loves where they're from. This is 100% one of those bands. Place I love, take me all the way, yeah, hey, yeah. We're just getting some nice uh, ASMR from Benice today. Oh yeah, singing. <laughs> real, real, real big singing mood, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I see that. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna complain. So, this song, mm-hmm. great band. I listen to the Chili Peppers probably like two days a week. Definitely not a definitely not a seven days a week kind of band, but mm-hmm. I might listen to them two days out of the week. Pop a pop a chili song every every once in a while. I thought you were gonna say Papa Zanny. I was like, oh yeah, Dan. Okay. <laughs> I got very scared. I'm like, wait, what? No. <laughs> when someone no. says Papa, I'm like, oh what? <laughs> pop Molly, I'm sweating. <laughs> this is this is a good song. I like this song. This is probably a three for me this is probably this is this is it's an all right song i i like the song i'll skip it from time to time just knowing me but every time i don't skip it i'm always glad i don't skip it yeah i'm gonna skip it just for the intro because it takes 45 seconds and then again yeah. fucking song but it's again i agree it's a three it's it's all right it's I don't, it has to hook me right away and that's not a, how you hook somebody Yes, yeah, the 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 peppers are not big on like Dan level hooks. Yeah, no, no, they are on a few songs like Danny California, Californication. Mm. I, I like those two, but I think that's me because I only know them for the choruses. Yeah. I guess. Yep. I think that's most Chili Pepper songs to me. All right, and now this is another song that was obviously sent into us by our beautiful audience one of our best friends shane who i would describe is kind of this weird like adopted half child that dan and i created yes very odd his taste in music is very odd because when i first met him he was big and like listening to rap and still stuff like that and still does love rap but then Jack Moore got to him and started, he started listening to like the beach stuff. And then we got to him and then he started listening to like Shine Down and Skillet and stuff like that. He's a so, big Skillet guy now. Yeah, he's a huge Skillet guy. I'd say he's probably the biggest Skillet <laughs> fan that I know. Yeah, definitely. Like we were supposed to go see them. The day everything shut down in 2020 is the day we were supposed to see them. Yeah. And it sucked. But this is, so this is one of the songs that he has submitted to us. This is Kill Everything by Danger Kids. Hmm. Well, it's got me. This is, I feel like this is a from ashes to new sort of opening. Yeah, it's that new age type of um, yeah. fusion kind of opening of yep. like, yeah. Then you get a little bit of rap. Okay. I was kind of hoping for more. This, this, 
this course leaves leaves a lot to be desired. I'm still on the course. <laughs> it's not bad. They're definitely on the metal course scene. It, it seems like they're they're alternative, like metalcore. Oh, it's getting a like for me for sure. I, I actually might start listening to them because I've never really listened to them. I wonder when did this song come out. I don't know. Well, uh, that's what we find out. Yeah, I'm looking. It's um. 2017. 2017. They only have two albums. Yes. That won't be hard to get, get through. <laughs> okay. Got a little screaming in here. Okay. But they haven't put anything out since 2017. So leave, it'll kind of, that kind of leads me to believe that I wonder if they're done making music now. Oh, put out two quick albums. And I mean, not even quick. There was, I mean, there was four years between the two of them. So maybe they're working on something now. Yeah, maybe they just don't have the money to make a new album right now, and they're just yeah. trying to. Yeah, like it's nothing on a, a level of from ashes to new. Like holy shit, they they just keep blowing it out of the water every album. But they uh, they definitely have a vibe that I'm I really like, like the metalcore alternative rap rock vibe. That, that's like my wheelhouse because mm-hmm. you know Hollywood and Dead, Papa Roach, I Prevail. You know, a day to remember even. I'm going to give this song a three for now, but I want to hear more. Yeah, the song is probably going to get a three for me to start. I would need to listen to it more to see where it finally winds up being, but definitely a a meh to start. Yeah, Uh, Shane, thank you for that that song recommendation. And Ryan, thank you for bringing us back to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Love it. Again, each week we are going to be doing two songs in our audience selects segment here. Uh, keep sending us songs, whether it's through Instagram, our personal accounts, text us, whatever. Just send us stuff. We love to hear from you guys. And soon, very soon, you may be getting a all audience selects episode. So we're going to play just you guys, not us. Nothing hmm. from us, hmm. all of you guys. Hmm. So keep an eye out. All right, welcome to a new segment we have here on the Hero Squad podcast. This is, we're going to have our first guest here today. It is none other than my brother, Steve. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, there he is. Uh, So it was originally our good friend, Ryan, uh, which we mentioned a few times in this episode, but mainly I fucked up our recording. So yeah, you can blame me on that. Sorry, Ryan. Um, But yeah, now... What'd you say, Steve? I just said oof. <laughs> yeah, it's a big oof. It was real bad. Like, now we're recording years for the second time here, and I feel so bad, but, like, I'm, I'm glad you could uh, get some new songs here and uh, fill me in, I guess, on what you've been listening to. So, yeah, Steve, tell me a little bit about or Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. So, as far as music goes, I listen to a wide variety of genres uh typically shifting more towards experimental music or just music that pushes kind of what uh what each defined genre is and melding genres together that's typically what i like to listen to yeah that's pretty accurate uh like yeah you've gone from i guess pop punk Avril Lavigne to Slipknot to 
asking Alexandria to this. I don't know how you got there, but you got there. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a whirlwind of uh, emotions musically. Um, so, yeah, I, you got a few songs here for us to listen to today. Um, what's the first one? First one is Peace Sign by Black Dresses. They're a um, noise rock experimental group. Um, and they often in, uh, integrate electronic sounds into their music as well. Um, and they make some pretty exciting rock, pop, electronic music. So I'm interested to see what you'll think of it. All right, let's get to it. This is Peace Sign by The Black Dresses. Okay, that was interesting. Uh, did you finish? Yes. Okay. That was a very uh, interesting song. Um, let's see here. I, I wrote down a few notes. Um, I liked the vocals for the most part in the beginning. <laughs> it, it started getting a little weird, but I mean, it, it kind of stayed consistent throughout. So, I mean, I I enjoyed that aspect of the song. Some of the uh, the noise, as you were talking about, that yeah, was not for no, that was too much, and I was just listening <laughs> through one headphone, <laughs> so I mean, that was something. Let's see, yeah, yeah, I think the their noise and um and the scream vocals and the other instrumentals in the background just make it for like a really powerful song. Um, and that's kind of what this whole album is for them, mm. just a really um generally intense album well i mean they're saying no hope at the end a lot so i mean i was like yeah that doesn't seem very uh optimistic but yeah there's <laughs> I, I i get it it was um it was interesting it's not one of the better ones you've shown me but uh i don't know I, i'm not a big fan of this one i'm probably gonna give it a a, a two out of ten on our hero scale just for now uh I don't know if I'll, I'll go back to it, but that's that's just my take on it. What about you? Okay. Um, I'd give it probably a 9 out of 10. It's one of my, 10. This album's one of my favorite of the year. So. Okay. All right. We only go out of 5 here on the Hero Squad, Hero Squad podcast, but uh, 9 out of 10, I'm going to take it that you're going to put a 4 out of 5 then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got you. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Um. So what do you got for song number two here? The second song is Blame Game by Beach Bunny. They're a pop rock group. Um, I've actually heard of them too. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, this whole, this EP that came out with uh, this year, Blame Game, is um, just a really cool um, kind of feminist um little ep and it's done really well with like pop rock sounds so okay well i'm interested here we go blame game by beach bunny yeah that was that was actually pretty good i enjoyed that one a lot nice yeah yeah i mean like the the lyrics are perfectly put um just like a 
um, talking about her and other women's experience um, mm. living in a patriarchal society that treats them like objects. Mm. Um, and it's a really catchy song. Yeah, it, it's. I was trying to catch the vibe of it. It was kind of like it was mellow. It had a like soothing vibe, I guess, to it. But like it also with the lyrical content, it kind of yeah, it, it was heavier. So like I I don't really know where I'm supposed to like or how this is supposed to be like uh, perceived in a way. But I I thought it was a nice soothing song, I guess, in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's just like the way they they uh, perform the song is kind of um, the opposite as yeah. what the uh, meaning of the song really is. So it's kind of hard to um, put your finger on your emotions because you're like jamming to the song, but um, also the lyrics are, um, once you start like figure out, figuring out what she's talking about, it's yeah, I was Pretty trying. Exciting. I wasn't really trying to listen to the lyrics the first time around, um, but like I started listening towards the end. I was like, "Oh, this is not at all what I thought it was." But yeah, it um, yeah, it was it was well done. This song. Uh, I actually think, well, if Benice was here, he would actually enjoy this song too. Um, he listened to some of the other songs we sent before, and he was like. Whoa. <laughs> he did not expect it at all. Um, but yeah, he I think he would actually enjoy this one. I'm gonna send this one to him. I'm gonna give this a three right now. So it's it's meh. I would go back to it for sure and try and actually figure out what they're saying. So that would be helpful to me. I'd give it probably a five. Um yeah, it's it's probably one of my favorite songs of the year. All right, that's that's good. Um, I'm glad you're actually showing me your favorite songs of the year. Um, yeah, <laughs> it would be a fun to to bash on some songs, <laughs> but I, I like showing people the good songs I listen to. Yeah, I, I I've heard some of your more interesting songs, <laughs> so yeah, we're not gonna get into that right now. All right, let's move on to the next one. What do you got next, Steve? Next is Perfect in My Mind by Namdi. He is a multi-instrumental artist, uh, producer, um, and he fuses a lot of different genres, um, like uh, jazz, rock, rap. Um, I'll come into play on this album, Brat, that the song is from. Yeah, I, you've shown me some of this album before. I don't know if you've shown me this song, but I do remember that album cover. <laughs> so this should be interesting. Um, yeah. All right. Here's Perfect In My Mind by Namdi. That's basically the end of the song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was waiting for something else to happen there. Um, yeah, that one, I, I think you showed me it. I could be wrong. But yeah, I think um, I played you the record because I have it. Yeah, the uh, this song is definitely a vibe, it has lots of different sounds going on in it. And I was trying to, I was like trying to like pick out certain ones when I was listening. I'm like, oh, there's a guitar, oh, there's some weird drum. I don't know. It's 
I was I was trying my hardest. Like, there's not much many lyrics that go into this song. It's more like for the instruments, I would say. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't realize it until this listen actually that pretty much the only lyrics in the song are perfect in my mind. Um, and yeah, it's really just meant to. I mean, I think the song is uh, just to show how great of a producer um and musician Namdi is because i mean the the production's really complex as you were saying and um yeah it's extremely catchy too with the riffs and stuff yeah no i will definitely say he's one hell of a producer i mean that's like he did this all himself you're saying like he was the actual producer of this whole record Let's see or, song credits uh yeah just as produced by Namdi so huh. yeah good for him all written by him and produced by him yeah that's that's a big undertaking in and of itself and to make it sound as well as he does with the amount of complex instruments there are that's that's fantastic yeah um i'm gonna give this one a three as well right catch me listen to this like on a nice sunset drive type of deal it could come on like my uh playlist and i probably wouldn't skip it i'm like okay i can vibe with this Nice. I think I'll give it a four out of five. Uh, I've listened to the album many times, and this um, this song is really great in the context of the album. Next is Kenko's Field Trip 2006 by an artist called Underscores. He is, I was actually just looking up his uh, bio, and he has a extensive um discography of just singles like SoundCloud stuff. Okay. Um but I think he's pretty young. Yeah, he's he's kind of like in the popper on the popper hype uh hyper pop um kind of genre, but he fuses um a lot of like punk and also more um like songwriter kind of singer songwriter kind of songs so he really mixes a bunch of genres together that um is really cool to me yeah and this album came out this year and that's exactly what hyper pop is that you mentioned it's a mashing of different genres correct um yeah um a lot of it is yeah just like um pitch shifted vocals with um very catchy hooks and more focused on pop but it can incorporate different genres too okay yeah just trying to give a uh, sense of what our listeners are getting into with this next song so um yeah so uh, uh here we go uh, kinko's field trip 2006 by underscores all right so I'm probably going to say that was my favorite so far that you showed me today. Um, cool. The weirdest sounding one, like title wise, is the one that like I like, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I really enjoyed how slow it began because for some reason it, it kept me interested. I'm like, okay, why is this keeping me interested? And then even when the, the pitch shifting began, I, I still liked it. I was like, oh, this actually fits really well. So uh, I, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I think this album um, shows a lot of what hyperpop can be um, with like the amount of variation this this song goes through is a good example of what the album does um, plus more in the album um, but it's um, yeah it's a very just a very good song I don't know yeah okay um like it does get kind of repetitive at like towards the end but it's such a short song that i don't think that really matters too much and benice and i had this conversation before i want to know what you think of it when does a song get too long um in my perspective i've listened to 15 minute 20 minute songs um Mm -hmm. i think because typically the way i listen to music is in um like records and in albums anyway so i don't think it matters um how long songs are if you're like if the way i'm consuming the music is consecutively anyway whether that's four songs or one song um, doesn't matter, but I think if it's trying to be one cohesive song, then it needs to have variance um, and kind of flow like an album would. Now that's that's actually really good. Um, I would say the same thing. Like it it can't repeat the chorus at least in the same way every time, or it can't like um, it, it has to change it up a little bit, like halfway through to prove that like it's doing something different because i think if you get like a four minute song and it repeats the chorus like five times like that's that's excessive it it may not take away from the song but like if you hear the song enough i mean it's it's just gonna get old really fast yeah yeah there's actually uh uh, i think in the song earthquake by tyler the creator um i i think i was brought to uh this conclusion by something online but the most satisfying part of the song is only done once um towards the beginning on the first chorus so Mm -hmm. it makes you go back to the song and want to listen to it again because of that satisfying point in the song and it's not redone i mean to me like yeah the first chorus is great but me and benice we're big bridge guys so like the bridge has to be real good for us to want to go back on certain songs. Like if it's, you know, metalcore or whatever it may be in that aspect. Um, that's what keeps us coming back, I think. All right. So for Kinko's Field Trip 2006, I'm going to give it a four out of five. It's lit for sure. I really enjoyed the song for the two and a half minutes it was on. And it did not like totally blow my eardrums out or make me want to shoot myself so i i commend you steve that was a great pick (laughs) cool um i'm gonna give it a four out of five as well i think there are better songs on the album that beat out this one uh but aren't exactly you know in this as uh rock oriented but i know that you guys would probably like this so so i picked it all right cool 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 so we got one last song with you, Steve. So what do you got for us? It is Whipcracker by Genesis Pursue. 
He is a Ghanaian Australian artist uh, who came out with um, his album Smiling with No Teeth this year. It mixes a lot of um, different genres uh, like rap, um, I want to say jazz, um, but not exactly, and uh, rock as well. So I think this will be a uh, good pick for you guys. All right. Whipcracker by Genesis Owusu. Okay, so I was kind of waiting for more after that guitar came in, but I mean, it was, it was like I, hmm, I don't know how to describe it because like the whole second half of the song was just the guitar. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, um, yeah, I think the the genre I was looking for was funk, um, and yeah. yeah, so I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that song works really well in the album. And um, by itself, it may seem kind of long. I still think it is like, it's just a really fun um, instrumentals going on anyway. So, I mean, yeah, no, it was. Um, even the song like started off like really like I was like tapping my foot instantly. It was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, well, here we go. It, it definitely, like, says a lot about, like, uh, I think it mentioned, like, this isn't the 50s or whatever, so, like, it's doing all the callbacks to, like, that kind of stuff, and um, yeah, it's it, it's got a lot of um, feelings in this song, for sure, about that certain type of individual that um, they're trying to get across. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it was good, for sure. Um, I'm gonna give it a three out of five for now but just i i don't know if it's ever gonna go any higher than that just because of the second half of the song where it's just the guitar it's like okay cool i get it it's like two minutes of guitar I'm like all right <laughs> but uh yeah yeah i think i'd give it a four out of five um there's better songs on the album um they kind of go along some similar, uh, uh, like topics, uh, and I think other songs, um, do that better on the album, but also one of my favorite albums of this year. So. All right. So that was Steve's picks for his first guest appearance here on the hero squad podcast. Uh, don't go anywhere, Steve, because we got a little trivia for you coming up right now. All right, it's time for trivia. Steve, you're still here. So, Benice is still not here because he can never find the time to record with us, apparently. Um, anyway, uh, so we got some trivia here for Steve to answer. Uh, it's all going to be music related, again, <laughs> because you had to do this before, but you're going to. You're gonna do it again now and you're gonna like it so um first question i got for you is what is the first concert you remember going to probably um trans-siberian orchestra 
Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I thought you were going to say American Idol and embarrass yourself, but I guess I guess not. Um, yeah, uh, it, both of those we both went to. Like we went to that American Idol Live or whatever when we were kids, as well as Trans-Siberian Orchestra because they are very big in this area. And, jeez, um, yeah, they're uh, they were good. I always liked going to Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Okay, question number two. It's another records question, but it's not how many records you have in your collection. It's um, how many new records have you gotten this year? Um, let's see. Probably like 20. 20. I'm going to look it up on my phone now. Oh my God. Yeah. And I believe from our last conversation, you said you had um, over probably at least 90 to 100. So that's, uh, that's a lot of records, my guy. I, you've only been collecting what, two years now? Two, yeah, like two years? Yeah, going on two years. Hmm. Well, that's a, that's a pretty good collection for two years, I'd say. All right. Uh, and your final uh, question. So the actual, oh, sorry, the actual number is, um, uh, I think 16, maybe okay. 17. Okay. That's not bad. So I was close. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're going to be buying some more in the next like few weeks anyway. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, your final question. Now, this is a loaded question. So be prepared. If you had to choose one band or songwriter to listen to for the rest of your life, who would it be and why? I'm gonna scroll through my Spotify real quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I could choose one to listen to. Honestly, I mean, I I have different different bands for different moods. So like, I I don't know if there's one that fits into every single mold there for me. And no, it's not even shine down. Don't even try to say that. Um, let's see. It. Oh, damn, that's. It's even hard for me to answer. So, um, yeah, I want to say um, I want to pick a artist that has a diverse discography. Um, so I think King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, because mm. they have so many different sounds to all of their albums. So I think that would keep me somewhat interested, but somewhat. still in pain. <laughs> still in pain. <laughs> yeah, no new music, no different artists nothing nothing else yeah those are your three uh they weren't really like definite answer questions uh, i guess the records one was you know uh, you were pretty close i'll give that one to you so actually no that was yeah you got the, the first one right as well because you said trying to be an orchestra um all right so yeah you uh you nailed this whole trivia thing uh it just shows how bad me and benice are at trivia so yeah, uh, next time we will probably, you will probably actually talk to Benice next time you're on. Um, don't know when that's going to be yet, but we are glad to have had you on, Steve. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming on, being our first guest in our really yeah. uh, our shorthanded um, attempt to save this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, thanks again. So I will 
talk to you when I talk to you. Um, let's get to our outro. Oh, so uh, welcome back, Benice. Too bad you couldn't uh, be there for, you know, my brother. Yeah, yeah, I, I wish I could, but yeah, he had it, some, it's, uh, it's, it's it's been a real adventure with audio and timing lately, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he had some very interesting uh, song choices, some that I'm still going to listen to for sure, and um, glad he could, I guess, be our first guest. And yeah, so we will have more guests in the future. Ryan, I'm talking to you. And then more people eventually. So just keep an eye out on Instagram and we will uh, send out like a thing on our story or a post or something. And the first one of you to comment or whatever, just is going to be on the podcast. Uh, there are a few requirements though. You must have a mic and a way to connect to us via Zoom. So that's, that's really about it. Thanks for all of your continued support. You can find us on Instagram with the handle the Hero Squad Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Anthony. Yeah, our next episode is going to be something very near and dear to our hearts. Hard rock, modern hard rock from the 2015s until now. That is our wheelhouse. And it is it's, it's what we're going to really enjoy playing or having you guys uh, listen to, hopefully. But yeah, so, and also keep an eye out for that Audience Selects episode that might be coming sooner than you think. That's that's all I got. Benice, you got anything else here? Yeah, man, you kind of hit every nail on the head. I'm super looking forward to the modern metal, modern rock, however we want to categorize the genre. I think it's going to be great. I've been doing a lot of soul searching for this episode it's it's gonna be it's gonna we're taking you for a freaking trip man we're taking you on a trip I'm, yeah in our favorite rocket ship um and yeah we will uh we'll talk to you guys soon peace